0: Hey, it's Neville here, and it is Thanksgiving in the United States, Friday, November 25th, 2022. And I would like to say happy Thanksgiving to all of you. And this is the Swipes email, which, of course, is a swipe, wisdom, interesting picture essay, and a sketch. It's a fun little thing for Friday. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving wherever you are. So here's a swipe. So last week, I became one of those shorts video people. And every day on TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube Shorts, we posted one of these videos and here's the results after one week on each platform. So TikTok, it was actually bad. uh, This is probably not really great. And I think TikTok stats are kind of inflated. So the first video we posted got about 700 views and it's been all downhill from there. Now there are some possible reasons. Uh, One, I just suck and that's just that. Two, I'm not a great demographic fit for TikTok. And then three, and this is probably a big thing is we've only been consistent for one week and need more time. And I don't know, I think TikTok has some really high-quality creators, so to compete on that area is difficult, in my opinion. So we'll see how that goes, but we're still going to post for a couple months. Instagram was pretty good. Um, actually got some views, getting some comments and messages, and then people reaching out and saying they like them. And you could really see the uh, the stats pop on Instagram. But the, uh, the only thing I'm a little self-conscious about is that I mostly use Instagram for purely personal reasons, just to, you know, share pictures with friends and stuff. And now I'm blasting people with like, hey, it's Neville, tell me about your stuff and I like, I'm like copywriting, da, da, da. it's just like one of those things. So I feel a little self-conscious about that, but we'll see how it goes. LinkedIn is decent, uh, not that bad actually. And then Facebook has been doing very average, if not quite poor actually, probably the worst. The shorts don't look good on Facebook pages. They don't, I don't think they really promote posts that are videos and the engagement is very low. The views are like kind of okay but the engagement is like essentially zero. So I don't know how much I trust any of these stats. And then YouTube shorts actually did pretty good. I'm getting likes, getting comments, getting subscribers, getting revenue. So I'm gonna keep posting there. So the plan is to keep posting at least once per day across all platforms for maybe a couple of months. The holiday season might throw a kink in some of the uh, the visibility. And I noticed when other friends started posting these short videos, it took about two months straight before any real growth happened. So we'll see, I'm uh, interested to see what happens and I'll share the results. Here's a piece of wisdom. Whenever you incentivize something, you get more of it. This is basic economics. And around 2003, Google introduced its ad product called AdSense, and it literally ignited the web. Some people may not be old enough to remember this, but I do. And it was actually, I was a publisher on the web at that time. I had a blog and I had a bunch of websites. And it was almost a bad thing when people linked your website because you'd have to pay so much money in hosting and it would be a huge problem. It could take down your server, all that kind of stuff. And in 2003, content publishers could finally make money from their content, so more was made. So because I was incentivized to publish more, um, more content was made on the web, and it literally ignited the entire internet, which is weird to think about, but that's what did it. And now I'm excited that Twitter is throwing its hat in the ring, giving rev share to content makers for video and written content. So they haven't started it yet, but it's coming out pretty soon. And pretty much every publishing platform is now giving creators money for the content with the exception of Facebook and Instagram, although Instagram is doing it for a small percentage of people. And I know only a small percentage of creators get enough traffic to create any real revenue, but it's a good step in the right direction. And I would one day like to see people like myself not even have to sell a course, not have to gate any of my projects um, or trainings or anything because I get money from the revenue from people looking at the content. That would be, I think, the ultimate port part of the internet, the ultimate destination of the internet. I would love to see. Could you imagine all your favorite creators giving out all of their information, all of their material, 100% for free, like no, no paywall, no nothing. That would be pretty awesome. And I hope we get there soon here's something interesting. So the most common cold email I got this year was people or agencies offering these like a YouTube shorts, IG reels, TikTok clips, like I showed above. And it kind of reminds me of people cold pitching, making websites in the early two thousands. It was just rampant because, you know, everyone wanted a website all of a sudden. So anyone that could do it was just saying, Hey, you want me to make your website? This also happened in 2008 with people cold pitching business, uh, building Apple iOS apps. Like when the app store came out. And I've really seen short video clips have kind of turned into a media form of their own. Obviously, TikTok was kind of the first to really pioneer really well. And then Instagram and everyone else copied. So it's logical this is a big service being offered all over the place. Um, there are some cold sample emails I got that I included in the email that you can see over here. And it's kind of cool to see how these people are pitching. Now, here's an issue. I've engaged with many of these pitches. I've responded and said, hey, I'm interested. Uh, What are your prices? How much do you charge? Um, How many do you do? And the major problem I've seen with these pitches is is two things. One, I ask for samples of their work and they're very poor quality. And two, I I think they kind of want me to do all the work. So I ended up going with a place that had good quality reels and stuff, and they did all the work for me. So they go in and actually post for me rather than me having to do anything. And I, I was kind of sad that like most of the places that I engage with, they sent me back very poorly picked clips that just weren't that interesting or of poor quality and not a lot of editing. So if you look at some of the clips I have, like on Instagram, my like reels, there's a lot of like cuts and zoom ins and zoom outs and the, the text looks funny and there's graphics Whereas I compare that to some of the, the clips I saw and they, they weren't very good. It was just like using Descript app. They had a title, like subtitles on it. The subtitles didn't move. There weren't any colors. There was no graphics. They weren't sped up. There was no nothing. So anyways, I've done a bunch of these short clips myself just to, you know, at least figure out how much work it is. And honestly, it's almost as much work making one of these short little 30 second clips as making a full YouTube video. Seriously, there's there's about as many cuts, edits, all that kind of stuff into making a full YouTube video. There's so much editing, shortening, picking out solid lessons that it's much harder than it looks. Uh, it, they seem so easy because they're short videos, but man, some of these are uh, quite difficult. Here's a picture. And uh, actually a bunch of pictures. So last week was my 40th birthday, and I'm so thankful to have friends and family that surprised me with like two weeks worth of celebrations. uh, Totally uncalled for. I did not need that for my 40th birthday. I thought my 30th birthday was my last hurrah ever. And so I think I got like five cakes this birthday, and it made me feel really special, and people did a great job. So the week before my birthday, a group of us went to Mexico City. Not necessarily for my birthday, but... I had a couple birthday celebrations there. Uh, so I got several Mexico city birthday surprise cakes, a spa day. Then back in Austin, my actual birthday on Thursday, um, there was a, there was an actual surprise uh, at my house. And then over the weekend, a big surprise. Uh, so my friend, Sam Parr and his wife, Sarah are kind of my neighbors and they lured me out to the lake. Like I knew something was going on, but I didn't know what was going on. We got there and there was like this huge, like insane house with, a bunch of Teslas flashing their lights. And I was like, what the hell is that? Cause we got there in the middle of the night. And I was like, what is that? Then I saw my friends there and I was like, wait, what's going on? And it turns out they rented this huge house with a pool. It was right on the lake. Best design house I've ever been in. And I got another cake. I was so surprised. I had no clue this was happening. My friend Noah was there um, wearing a onesie. He cooked an awesome uh, lunch for dinner. He did a full roast. My friend Nick Gray was there uh ho- organized a bunch of games. Then one day we all jumped in the lake and it was like 37 degrees outside. Then we jumped right in the hot tub. The house was amazing. Someone really thought out the details of this house I thought it was one of the best designed houses I've ever been in. I was just like, if I want to live in like a forever house, like this house had literally everything planned out. I mean, I was was so thoroughly impressed with it. Anyways, it was an awesome birthday and was thankful for that and all the family and friends that involved in putting it together. Uh, Here's a quick little essay. So 20 years ago, I was in college like this college entrepreneurship club with about 200 members and only two people out of 200 actually had a business going. And so it was me who ran a rave equipment drop shipping site. And I also had a bunch of other small websites, but that was the, the rave site was the main one. And then this dude who had patented a roofing device and his family was in the roofing business. And he invented this little device that holds like pipes on industrial buildings. And he sold that. So it was me and this one other guy out of 200 people. Okay. So that's less than, yeah, 1% had a business since then entrepreneurship has boomed. And now if you go to any entrepreneurship club in college, I mean, uh, from what I've heard from younger friends, it's like one in four people have a business of some sort, you know, maybe it's some little horseshit website like I had, but you know, that's a business. And so I think a few things have changed number one, back then it was extremely taboo and weird to openly speak about money. It was like just common courtesy in the world to not ask people about money or finances or how much money they made at a job. And you rarely heard people openly discuss their personal finances. And I think this was a huge problem to society because if you don't hear anyone talking about finances or money, how do you know about finances or money, right? How do you know how much you should be making? What should uh, you should avoid, etc.? And so I was one of the first people on the web to openly list my finances on my first blog, nevblog.com. And I included a link to like one of my asset updates. So in 2004, I had $18,000 to my name. And this was considered an insane move. Like um, most people are like, dude, you're, you're crazy. You're putting how much money you have out, even though it's like a small amount. But nowadays, people will openly say on their Twitter profile, I sold my company for $10.5 million. And it's, it's kind of wild to see... How people are just so open about money and so much more, so many more people can learn about money this way. And that's been a really cool change to see. Number two thing I think I've seen change is owning a business was hard, like really hard. It cost a lot of money, little information was available. If you wanted to accept credit cards, it was, dude, I mean, it was this whole thing I had to do to accept credit cards. It was so complicated. It was just not ready at the time for the mass audience. So even a website costs a lot of money in hosting and bandwidth. Just owning a computer costs thousands of dollars. So there was a lot of hurdles to starting a business. And nowadays you can just run a huge website or social following like from a phone, essentially for free, right? There's There's like no friction at all uh, su- supposing that the thing you're doing is online. And so that has super changed in the last couple of years. And then number three, and this is a big one, is that owning a business wasn't cool back then. It was it was looked upon as an odd and unsafe thing to do, actually. So entrepreneurship was starting to become slightly cooler then, like, like more known, but it was like investment bankers and finance people that were looked upon with admiration, not entrepreneurs. That changed quite a bit somewhere around 2008 when bankers were considered like scum and all that stuff. And I still think people admire that to some degree, but it's the people that are most admired are usually people like Elon Musk or someone, someone who's built a business, right? So it's neat to see in one generation that starting a business went from like a fringe weird activity to a mainstream thing that's possible for anyone. In fact, a lot of college students are like, well... What if just one year out of college, I try to start a business. And if I fail, like, who cares? I'll just go get a job. And so that's what I was out of college. And it was a very odd thing. Like trying to explain to family friends that I I didn't have a job right after college was was uh, frustratingly difficult, right? Because they're just like, w- w- I mean, what do you mean? How, how do you make money? I'm like, I mean, I have an online business. They're like, what, w- what do you mean? And so it is neat to see this generation just like starting businesses all the time. It's pretty cool. And here's finally a sketch. So I asked people what they wanted to build in 2023, and you can see about 300 responses here. You go to copywritingcourse.com, just blog. You should see it over there. And the most common answers with about 10 plus responses each were, number one, start an e-commerce store. Surprisingly, tons of those. I was kind of surprised to see that. Number two, starting a blog. Three, starting a social media presence, building a community web website, sorry, a community membership site. Uh, people wanted to start a retail website, start freelancing or consulting, that was a big one. Writing a book or a blog or a combination of both, that was big, a side income of sorts, and then multiple streams of income. So when someone says, I wanna build a side income of some sort or multiple streams of income, they usually don't have an idea of what they want. They just kind of like want the result, but don't have an idea. So I like the other things I've mentioned, like if someone says they wanna start an e-commerce store, that's very specific. So I like those kinds of answers. But the thing is, all of these things are very doable in about one year. And so a lot of people say, I want to start a store, but I don't know where to start. It's like, well, okay, what if you work backwards saying like, you want to make a store that sells a thousand dollars worth of product a month. So what you could do is work backwards and break that down into about four quarters, three months each, and you can easily work backwards into your goal. You could finish like making, picking your product, making the website, uh, getting a supplier, getting customers. If you take a quarter to eat, do each one of those, you could probably accomplish that goal. And what you might notice is that you break this down into four steps and you could probably accomplish it in a week or a month, you know, like, like maybe way faster than you expected. So actually this black Friday, we're offering one year of copywriting course for 55% off, actually, probably more if you grab it before tonight, plus two free months. And let me explain why this is important. So, a lot of people inside the copywriting course have seen like great success. So one of our, uh, we sent out an email yesterday with like Rob. And in one year he started a paid directory, an Instagram that went partially viral. And then he started getting email sponsors for his newsletter newsletter and podcast. And so that was just one year. And each one of those things took about a quarter. And so when you look at it from the outside, you're like, holy crap, this guy really blew up in one year. So if you use black coupon code black Friday right now, you'll get 55% off of copywriting course plus two free months. That means you can goof off for a full two months and then still have a full year of copywriting course. Now, why is that important? Well, if you get joint copywriting course one, of course you get unlimited copywriting training, including all the new modules we add throughout the year. So there's that you'll just get better at copywriting emails, homepages, newsletters, cold pitches, anything you do in communication is going to be better. And then the other thing that's very important is we have this 24 hour a day copywriting forum. So if you need help in the middle of the night and you're like, I have a question, I want to ask it now, go on copywriting course and post it there. We have this copy reviewer thing. It has like general questions, homepage ads, all that kind of stuff. You post uh, what you want help with and ask you a couple questions so you don't do it all yourself. And myself and all the writers will all see your question and answer it. So a lot of times we give advice. A lot of times we just do full rewrites. So people are like, what do you think of this cold email? And oftentimes we'll just rewrite it for you instead of like explaining everything wrong with it and you having to rewrite it. And then also, and, and here is like the craziest part about copywriting course. I charge a lot of money for consulting, but every week you can literally come to our office hours. It's usually Thursday at 1 p.m. CST or sorry, 2 PM CST, and you can come chat with me directly. Now, this is kind of funny because people think like, oh, there's a thousand members inside, like yeah, it's going to be too clogged up with questions. I won't get my questions answered wrong. There's between like four and eight questions each time we, we limit it and don't tell too many people about the office hours each time because we want to keep it small and we want to get everyone uh, like a good amount of help. I mean, people get like between like 10 and 20 minutes each. And so if you just want help with stuff and wanted to ask me directly, what do you think? Can you help me rewrite this? Or what do you think of this pricing structure? Or what do you think of this page? Does it suck? I will just help you with it every week, which is awesome. And so all the way till the end of the next year, you will get the copywriting course if you join now. So at $97 a month times 14 months, that's $1,358. But if you buy right now, you get all 14 months for $497. So 497.25 to be exact. So when you divide that out by 14 months, I mean, that is a very, very, very cheap. Right? It comes out to like 30 something dollars a month. It's 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 insane. So that's not something we can offer as a monthly thing. So I would say if you're ever going to think about joining the copywriting course, I mean, this is the time to do it. So you not only get like one year, but two extra free months for the cheapest price we've ever done. So I would say go to copywritingcourse.com slash join right now. And when you check out, use coupon code BLACKFRIDAY, all caps, one word, and you'll get two months free plus 55% off. I mean, this is the cheapest you're ever going to get, so just buy it now. Anyways, my name is Neville Medora. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving, and I am going to talk to you later. I will see you inside the copywriting course. Just grab it now. If you're thinking about it, buying it in the next year, this is just the time to do it. I'm just telling you that now, so talk to you inside. Bye.